Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back at uh, uh, 9.08 WPTF time. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell is back with us this morning on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We're going to talk to uh, Sam McKeever out at the State Farmer's Market here presently, but we got to go down to Meadow Meadow in uh, Johnston County and talk to Alex. Good morning. Yes, sir. How can we help you, sir? I do have a question this morning concerning figs. Uh, I have a large brown turkey uh, fig tree and loaded with figs, but they don't get ripe. They get up about the size of the end of your finger and fall off. I wonder if uh, anyone else might be having this this problem. Well, Alex, I want to tell you, this this by this time uh, every year, my figs have been ready. I have Celeste. They... They have gotten to the, at a stage where they with, are at a total standstill, about the yep. size of the end of my thumb. Yep. And I'm, I'm Phil has got the biggest uh, dig tree I've seen in that. I've been wanting to ask her, what in the world is going on? I have no idea. It sounds like my walnut tree, but I have to report to you that my fig tree is loaded, and it's loaded with with ripe figs and i have never seen it come this early it's always about the first two weeks in august so it's about a week and a half early drought well, drought can well, cause that uh extended well, periods of uh, drought can can cause that a water stress uh too much fertilizer uh the wrong variety but the wrong variety doesn't apply here because brown turkey is perfect for yeah. for your area uh, and you know, pests and disease. Do you see any? Do you see any disease signs of anything? Do not. Do not see any disease sign on the on the plant. Uh, the plant is very healthy looking, very beautiful. And uh, there's about two crops of two different size crops of figs on there, but none of them are getting ripe. And usually, man, we we can uh, we can just give figs to the neighbors. But this year, yeah. Well, Alex, you don't you don't have nematodes, do you? <laughs> or nematodes. <laughs> Because that's that's uh, one of the problems they can can they can have too. Let me uh, let me bring in Sam McKeever at the State Farmers Market because not only is he the manager at the Farmers Market, but he's also also has a horticulture degree. Sam, uh, do you have any idea why figs would be falling off prematurely of a of a tree? I am not certain, but I can. I, I'm kind of curious. I, I'm not the one to talk to about figs. I, 
my, my whole tree died, so I'm... I'm <laughs> Wait a minute. I just gave you a big build up. I know, I know, and I, I let you down. Um, <laughs> the, the only thing the only thing I could think did. of... Uh, I lost it, so uh, and I'm not sure what the reasoning was for that. Well, just put Sam back on hold. Then. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just kidding. Well, I, I just... The only yeah, thing I, I can think of is sometimes when there's too many figs uh, on a tree, and you said you've got some of all different stages. Two uh, stages. So, so sometimes when there's too many figs, um, it they don't. It, there's no energy. There's not enough energy for all of them. Yeah, and I mean that's you know, first thing I think of is pollination. But usually you don't have to worry about that with. Well, you, you you wouldn't have those little figs if you hadn't had good pollination. That's right. <laughs> well, I've never had this problem before, and uh, it's it's a it's an old old bush, and it's always just really really more than satisfied us. But this year, I'm totally puzzled, and I didn't know. Perhaps. Well, I, I am too, Alex. I, I, well, we have a lot of smart listeners out yeah. there, Alex. Uh, we'll continue to search for an answer for this, and and hopefully the uh, our family members will help us uh, sounds good let me just briefly say one other thing unrelated may we never forget the, the firefighters in florida who dedicated so many hard-working hours to to satisfy those families absolutely we well yeah. we don't want to forget firefighters period i mean That's you right. talk about a, a tough job uh, yep. police and, and the fire firemen and right. so forth it's just uh, a thankless job many times and Thanks, tough job. Thank call. you so much for, for bringing that up. We'll see if we can find an answer. If, if not, call us back sometime and let us know how those, that fig tree is doing. Have a good day. Thank mm-hmm. you very Thank much, you. Alex. Give our best to everybody in Metter. I will do. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs> I think there's a good, really good restaurant in Meadow. Oh, yeah. That people oh, people yeah. stop off 95. To... I had never eaten there. We went to one of Grayson's ball games down that way, and when we came back through, we stopped there and then came back up 50. Uh, Fifty Highway, and uh, it was it was a really nice restaurant. Sure, nice. you've stopped there, Rufus, Good on your people. campaign trips. Oh, I'm aware, Meta. I used to uh, have friends with Jay Don and Joanne Johnson from from Meta. Oh, all right. Uh, Sim, uh, I'm sure you've been to Meta plenty of times. Haven't I you? have. Uh, just was down that way ate there a few weeks ago. Actually, um, we have a bunch of our farmers are from that area, and. Uh, down there doing some farm visits, me and Monica, and we, we stopped in there and ate. So it was, it's a fine restaurant. I'm sure Monica, being a Johnston County girl, is real, real <coughs> familiar with that restaurant down there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what you got a bunch of vegetables and fruits and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of good stuff coming in right now. Uh, a lot of peas and butter beans coming in, uh, and they got those already shelled for you. Uh, watermelons, cantaloupes. Uh, some sweet corn. They, they you can get that already shucked if you want it that way. Let's see hot, hot and sweet peppers. Um, peaches uh, coming in. Uh, pre-stone peaches. Uh, some of the varieties are Crest Haven, July Prince, Contender, Sun Prince. Um, see, we've got some, plenty of tomatoes coming in. Uh, cherry and grape tomatoes as well. Squash, cucumbers, uh, red and white potatoes, uh, eggplant. Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, uh, red and yellow onions, uh, sweet potatoes. Uh, come out and get your blueberries and blackberries. There, probably another week or two, uh, the season will kind of start winding down on those. Uh, cabbage, lettuce, uh, uh, lots of cut herbs, uh, okra, beets, 
uh, carrots, garlic, um, all kinds of greens, collards, kale, mustard, and spinach. And, of course, down in the baked good tent, all kinds of good stuff down there, um, cut flowers, honey, salsa, um, eggs. So, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming in. We still have a lot of our plant vendors here as well. A lot of trees and shrubs, uh, fruit trees and bushes, which I'm, I guess I need to go see them now that I've I lost my fig tree. Uh, I, I was I was down there looking; they had some brown turkey fig trees. So I, I got to. Wait a minute, we need to, to delve into this a little more. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of uh, curious. I've uh, never heard of a fig tree dying. Yeah, well, I, I, I worked extra hard at it. What you pour? Did you plant out? <laughs> so when did you plant this? This oh, alleged planted, fig tree. I planted it in the fall last year. What well, doggone that should it, it did fine for several weeks, and I kept water, you know, I kept it watered and whatever. Well, it had to be defective. In yeah, some that's way. what I figured. I said it couldn't be me. No, <laughs> no. Well, you know, horticulturists uh, kill kill plants too. So, yeah, and that's the thing about uh, horticulture and plants. Uh, sometimes it doesn't matter. You can do everything perfect, and you and you still you right. lose something that's once in a while. Right. So. It's just, it's well, I'm glad you haven't given up, and that's <clears throat> that's the thing to do is is not is not to give up, and maybe maybe uh, get a soil test in that area, yeah, or um, that. you know, or and it's kind of it's kind of like farming in general. Uh, you, you can't control the <laughs> yeah. weather, and sometimes you can do everything right, and you and you, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough profession sometimes. I know. I wait, Sam. I got uh, a week ago from a peach person from Taylorsville, North Carolina. I don't think I've ever put a better peach in my my mouth than that from Taylorsville, which is I've lo- had, uh, located in Alexander County. I've had plenty of apples from most folks. Yeah, that's that's apple country too. Yeah, uh, and Harry Gant's home. Oh, yeah, the great race car driver. Now I, I I like to take a peach, wash it off. Don't don't peel it. Eat it like an apple. No, that that makes my lipstick. I know it. I know, but <laughs> and if you wash that fuzz off, you're all right. Come on in, Alfredo. Alfredo's looking for a for a donut. He's looking for a. Wait, it's this half When We got uh, see. We got we got uh, bear claws and uh, all kinds of stuff, and they just grab something. Yeah. We're, we're very popular. <laughs> <laughs> That's Alfredo. He's uh, from our, our uh, one of our sister stations. So, uh, Amigo. Sam, see, uh, Sam, back. I'm sorry you aren't here to eat a eat a donut yeah, or something yeah, with us. Out. You sure are. Yeah, They're I'm really the good. One making y'all hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're getting ready to make us hungry. I know. Oh, golly, oh, all oh, that oh. all those fruits and and so we're we're out of blueberries. Uh, we still have some, but still it's have, kind of, it's another week or two probably yeah. in the season. Um, you got, you, I had some great peas, some uh, Dixie Lees yeah. the other night, and some fat back, fried fat back, and biscuits. Well, you, mm. well, you were doing all right. Then. Yeah, yeah. And let's see, you got uh, you got butter beans, I know that, so yeah. I'm all set. Corn, you got corn. Yeah. yeah, plenty of sweet corn, and I, they were bringing them in by the truckloads this morning, so we've got plenty of that this morning. I love it when you can buy it off the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it kind of feels has that old school feel. It to sure it. Well, it does. Smells good too. Yeah, yeah it, it just does. smells like you're out in the cornfield. Folks up there shucking the corn. That's right. They're out there. They'll have it shucked for you if you. Uh, me myself, I don't like it. I usually cook my corn on the grill. So I just uh, sometimes I wrap it in loom foam. Sometimes I just put the corn up there on the grill and cook it. So. Well, you know, you only peel off a couple label of, of layers to 
put in the microwave too. That's the way yeah. Melissa fixes it. That, fixes it in the microwave. It'll cook real that. well and quickly. So uh, what what do you got in the in the other building? Got plenty of plants. Plenty of plants. Uh, trees, shrubs, bushes, uh, herbs, and perennials. Uh, cactus, succulents, aquatic plants, hanging baskets, house plants. Also, going to mention that beautiful cut flowers. I know they had some beautiful sunflowers uh, down there this morning, and I I will I did give a plug for Dick's Park. Their uh, sunflower field over there at Dick's. Uh, it is one of the prettiest sunflower fields I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, we were just looking at a, a picture of our producer Sam on uh, in amongst those flowers out there, and it it really has come alive since last week. It really has. I was over there. Uh, we. They have uh, gas pumps over there that we fill our trucks up with. And I was over there getting gas, and I said, well, I'm going to swing through and look at that field. It's, de- it's definitely worth the visit. Just it's follow the signs. Hey, there's good signage over there. You yeah. can find all kinds of things, big fields. People were out last week with their kites, and so it's it's a fun place to visit, just like the farmer's market. And they're side by side. Right there, side by side. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's going to be the second state fairgrounds. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. We'll be a destination. Oh, you you should be. Yeah, you should be a destination. So you got plenty of plants? Plenty of plants. um, And then we'll go up to see the market shop's building right up above the farmer's building. All kinds of uh, great baked good items up there. Uh, North Carolina farm-raised meats, North Carolina wine, cheeses, eggs, jams and jellies, uh, coffees, candies, Hand soaps and lotions. Uh, see, what am I missing? Uh, outdoor furniture and decor. Local seafood. Uh, bringing in uh, fresh seafood from around North Carolina. Um, so yeah, we got a, got a lot of stuff up there, and uh, you can definitely find you something good to eat. There's no doubt about that. And uh, speaking of eating, the seafood restaurants. And uh, the seafood restaurant. Yeah. Uh, great seafood. Give you plenty to eat. Uh, they open up at 11 a.m. and close at 7 p.m. And, of course, I didn't. I forgot to mention the Market Grill. I don't know how I forgot that. Rufus, I'm surprised he didn't catch that. No, yeah, I'm going to get me a shrimp dog today. Shrimp dog, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> um, but uh, hot dogs, hamburgers, sandwiches, uh, all kinds of good stuff uh, at their grill there. And they do serve breakfast as well. Um, also, uh, the State Farmer's Market Restaurant up on the, on the top of the hill up there. Probably be really nice out there this morning on the patio. Kind of overlooks the market. Uh, great country cooking. Um, they open up at 6 a.m., serve breakfast, and they serve breakfast all day right up till 3 p.m. when they close. So uh, it's great eating choices. You can come out here shop, get something to eat. Um, so uh, then we have, see, up above the State Farmer's Market Restaurant, we have uh, Market Imports. They have a lot of wrought iron, pottery, just a huge selection of pottery, uh, teak, um, water fountains, wind chimes, all kinds of home decor. Um, and also, I want to mention down below the seafood restaurant and our craft shed or overflow shed, uh, all kinds of good stuff down there as well. Uh, North Carolina farm-raised meats, um, her, uh, spices. Uh, they sell spices by the scoop down there. Really, uh, urban spices do a really great job. You got, uh, see, millhouse engraving, uh, kettle corn, um, handmade baskets, lemonade, uh, and all kinds of uh, craft items down there this morning. So uh, be sure to check those folks out. And then right behind them is Nahona Pork Center. 
and uh, anything you want pork, they got they got you covered. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> the uh, Market Imports is a uh, really interesting place. Do they have uh, wrought iron furniture at Market Imports? Uh, they, I, I wouldn't be surprised. They don't have a few pieces in there. I, I wouldn't be surprised because I know they do have some wrought iron. They have a lot of wrought iron. Wrought iron yard decor type things and uh trellis type stuff and um and some of it you know they got some really neat looking like uh it's kind of hard to describe all the different wrought iron stuff they have over there um and they even have stuff for inside your house as well so uh it's pretty pretty neat to check out uh if you've never been you should definitely make make the trip up to the hill on top of the hill up there i tell you one of my favorite places sim is the the stone maker there, the stone shop yep. from, from West Jefferson. Yeah, we've had several things made mm-hmm. for uh, our church garden and donated to, to the church, and uh, they do a wonderful job. They, they do, and they, they have a lot of uh, examples of what they can do uh, displayed there. So, yeah, if, if you're looking for stone engraving, I would definitely check them out. They have some kind of paint that they use to to fill in the areas where they you've got a slogan or something on there, the the etchings, and that paint stays forever. Right. So I tell you, I would hate to be the man who's painting mm-hmm. and accidentally get something on you because you may have a black spot mm-hmm. on your on uh, wherever it drops forever. Yeah, you, would, you would never get clean. No, you <laughs> never right. would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like it stays it stays on the sign, so you don't have to worry about that. And it's a beautiful stone. So, Sam, I appreciate it, buddy. You you get back in there and dig, dig and uh, figure out the problem with the fig tree. I'll try to solve the fig tree problem. Uh, yeah. Oh, we, I also wanted to mention you. Your guys are going to be out here with us next week. We sure are. We've been talking about it. We can't wait. Rufus uh, is uh, is bringing plants. Uh, as uh, as I, I recall, he's bringing some plants out. And yeah, we'll have some roses, Sharon, and bring Steve a crepe myrtle. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be from, see, 8 a.m. to 11. That's right. Next Saturday. Or until y'all run us off, <laughs> whichever comes first. That's right. Also wanted to mention next Saturday we're having uh, a blood drive as well from wow. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So uh, if you're out here and you, and you can get blood, I know that they need it right they now. They sure do. Yeah. We'll I mean, good. they always do, but especially now. Yeah. And then also want to mention, uh, kind of exciting for us at the market because we haven't been able to have events because of COVID, so we're trying to gradually get back into that. Uh, we're having a watermelon day on Thursday, August fifth. All right, we'll have the right. watermelon contest and all that. So That's seed spitting great. or speed sitting? I don't I know. Can, I, can <laughs> I can do the speed sitting. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, well, Sam, thank you very much. All right, y'all for joining day. us. You Take too. Care. Thanks. Hey, uh, our buddy uh, Josh Zach. Uh, just mentioned something uh, for for our caller. We're trying to get the the shells, the walnut shells out from under the tree. She talked about the blower. There are blowers that have vacuum systems and bag attachments. Uh, he even sent me a link for this. Uh, this is a uh, Black and Decker one, but there there are a lot of bags. You see these blowers. So get a get a blower that has a bag attachment on it, and by golly, you can vacuum those things up, and he says it works well. All right. Good. Thank you, Josh. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 926.
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 935. We're uh, kind of watching out of the corner of our eye the Olympics, and the, the rowing competition is going on right now. The United States is competing. And one of the rowers, I assume one of the rowers on this boat right now, is um, a former employee's son here at WPTF many years ago, Jimmy Dean, not the singer, but uh, our Jimmy Dean, who was a program director here in the early 80s, son is attending Harvard, and he's in the Olympics. Can you imagine? We were just talking about it off the air, the accomplishments of this young man. Yeah, that's so accomplished. They're uh, in this race. The United States is, I guess, second right now. I hope they, sure hope they win, but congratulations to Jimmy's Son, wow, that's that's just wonderful. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell. We'll be at the State Farmer's Market next week for The Weekend Gardener. Come out and join us. It's the uh, first time we've been out to the market in, in uh, well over a year. A uh, year and a half, I guess Christmas of 2019, uh, a couple of weeks before Christmas was the last time we had a chance to, to do that. So we're so glad to get back to the market and get out and see some folks. All kinds of interesting yeah, we've had Yeah, we've had some remotes, uh, thanks to Phil Campbell and, and uh, Logan's and, and others, but uh, we want to get to the we, you know, farmer's market and relationship with this station goes back probably to the 40s. So it's, um, it's it's always great to be with those folks, too. Yeah, well, I'll have a couple rows of Sharon's there, so I'll, I'll let you know right now they they go pretty quickly. Yeah. They grow pretty quickly, too. Yeah, they do. And, you know, even if they're not in full sun, you'll get some flowers on them. They're better off if they have full sun. And some of them will bloom until October. I, yeah. It's just a lovely old plant. Sure is. It's really in the hibiscus family, isn't it, Phil? Yes. It's a hardy hibiscus, I suppose. But Rose of Sharon and some of the United. Now, you have, you've given people, uh, you have several in your yard, and there are, there's a all-white flower variety. Yeah. What I have from you is one that is white with <clears throat> kind of a, a, a purplish color right. in the middle. Right. Uh, but there's also a lavender it's a really interesting lavender. It's a real light-colored lavender, almost a pinkish lavender. And when, as it fades, it kind of turns blue. The flower turns a little blue to hmm. me. I mean, so it's. I uh, have a couple that you you got that are hybrids, that are really beautiful. Strawberry. Uh, one's sort of a strawberry color. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Phil, I've got a hydrangea that was. I don't know where I got it. It's supposed to be the strawberry. Cream, I believe, is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Comes out white every year. It doesn't it doesn't doesn't turn. And it never turns. No, I think it got mislabeled. Huh? <laughs> wow. Right. A beautiful white bloom. Yeah, those are the PG yeah. hydrangeas that that you can that that like sun. Most of them, you can take take sun. So they developed that into it. Let's head to Lewisburg and Sharon. Sharon, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. How can we help you up there? Hey, do you know uh, uh, Colby Griffin? 
will be written. No, he's a he's the extension horticulturist in in uh, Franklin County. Oh, well, and a great guy, and he he comes on the show once in a while. So well, you, then I need to get in touch with him. You go downtown and look him up sometime. <laughs> Colby Griffin. Let Colby Griffin. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And how can we help you? I just have a question. I have an old magnolia tree that is probably 90 to 100 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's some pretty and ones it, in uh, in Lewisburg, some of those old sorry? houses. Pretty ones in Lewisburg, some of those old houses. And oh, on, the, on the Lewisburg College campus. Oh, yes. I live out in the countryside, mm-hmm. so I'm not in town. What what part of the uh, countryside do you live in? I live out near Goldsand. Oh, I know. You know, I, when I when my father died and my mother got sick, I went. To my all my relatives, my mother's relatives, were up there, and I went to Goldsand High School for a year. Oh well, I'm very near Laurel Mill. Yeah, I know exactly where Laurel Mills is uh, out near uh, Tommy Speed's. Uh, Senator Speed's house. Yes, he's my neighbor. Beautiful, beautiful property out there. I'm so uh, sorry for the loss of both of them, both I Tommy know. and uh, and Senator Speed, and Mount and Gilead Grand- Baptist Church out there. Yes, and uh, Mount Zion Baptist yeah. Church is on the hill right beside the mill. Yeah, Mount but, Zion. Uh, that's what I was thinking of. Senator Speed's grandson is uh, living in the home place. Oh, wonderful. wonderful! I'm I'm glad. It, well, yeah, I I drove right. by there not long ago, and it I was up to see some relatives, and I had eight uncles and aunts up there at one time, and a lot of cousins. Wow. I, I still have uh, three or four cousins up there now. But, this sounds uh, like a country boy. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I grew up. My mother is the only one of the all those uh, boys and girls who who are the heights that. That moved away, and, and um, she she married somebody who was destined to be a car dealer, and he ended up in Nashville, North Carolina. So okay. just down the road, it was close enough not to visit, far. but yeah, mm-hmm. not far. So, so, but uh, yeah, I grew up in a little town, but I I, I loved going to to see my grandmother and and uh, my aunts and aunts and uncles in in the Lewisburg area. I don't five sixty one. It's just beautiful out here. Yeah, it really is. So how, that was a long way to get to your question. How, how can we help you? <laughs> um, I just have this old magnolia tree, like I mentioned, and it's never had a problem. But this year, there's an area at the bottom of the tree and on the top of one of the big roots of the tree that the bark has come off. And the cambium area has come off as well, and it's going up the tree maybe about two foot up the tree. It's about a foot wide. It's just an area where the bark and the cambium, I don't know the names of all those areas, but it looks like kind of to the heart of the tree where all of that has gone out into a V shape. And when you look up the tree, the bark is kind of standing away from the tree in a lot of places, just popping up. I wonder if lightning hit the tree. I mean, not that far at the you know the very base of it and i it does not look like a lightning strike yeah because a lot of times what it'll do is come down and it'll hit the tree come down and come out of the ground somewhere so oh. i wonder if it, sometimes it pops part of the root off or but it doesn't look burned or anything anywhere on the tree i mean not burned but like the leaves and that sort of thing no, when you look up into the tree, the tree itself and the limbs look fine. Yeah. Um, the leaves don't appear to be dying. They don't 
appear to be quite as brilliant as they usually are. I have another mm -hmm. magnolia tree on the property, and it's not as shiny and bright as that. And I don't know. There's some little bitty um, worms, long, thin worms with lots of legs. Like a tree girdler? Silver bugs, and I don't know if they're just there because of the damage or if they cause probably Well, so. they're, yeah, probably so. Have yeah. you had any bad uh, thunderstorms? I know y'all have more up that way, it seems. seems yes, like, we've had a lot of those, you know, we do a lot. I just know there's a few pine trees around the house there where it, it went in about halfway or three-quarters of the way up and came down the tree, and some of them don't. Some of them didn't die. I mean, they just, they have that, it's kind of like a um, where it tried to heal or something after, in time, it, it's kind of like a scab thing all the way down it and comes out, sometimes it comes out at the ground or follows whatever. Um, so there there's, doesn't look like a, a fungus or anything that's part of that? I don't see any fungusy looking growth. The only thing I see, well, the bark was intact until I touched it a few weeks back, maybe a month or two ago. And oh. I was touching on it because it looked popped up. It just fell. And then it all fell off in that area. And then it's about a two foot high and one foot wide area. It's kind of all come off there now. And it's just all the way down into the core of the tree just in that area i, I know there's that, a that uh, a magnolia canker there's in a canker area the bark is off of that too. right there's a, a magnolia canker disease that uh that has it has kind of discolored lesions on it um where would those lesions be let me walk yeah through. i mean in the area of of wherever the bark's splitting. and Okay, I'm out in the country, so I'm going to walk out towards okay. the tree. Yeah. But it may drop out, so um, I might lose you. You know how our reception is non-existent. But um, let me see if I can. There's also a Versilium wilt that can affect magnolias. Would look, but Would it look like anything into the leaves? No, it, it, it would be it would be the bark area. You know, I, the folks at uh, Bartlett Tree, uh, I think they cover Franklin County, uh, can probably come give you a uh, an idea, uh, you know, a free you know check there to, to and then tell you what they would be able to do about it. Of course, they'd have to charge you for whatever they do about it, but I think they would come out and take a look at it to see if it was something that you wanted to, if it was a tree you wanted to save or if it was something that was going to kill the tree. Or Okay. Um, I'm looking at the tree, and it looks a little like it could be some fungally-looking white stuff, but it's in that heart part, and it may just have cut change that color you know being exposed like that right i don't i don't know yeah if i peel up the bark that's just popping way off coming down that one huge root it that the cadmium just crumbles under it and it bugs under that well if I, if it's you know that old a tree and you want to try to save it you can uh, 
Bartlett Tree Act experts, uh, I mean, they're all great people, and they've been advertising with us for years. They're, they're horticulturists, and they have to go through other schooling to get become uh, uh, certified arborists. Uh, so I would uh, trust them to, to tell you like it is. And what was the name of them again? Bartlett, like the Bartlett. pair, Bartlett Tree Experts. Okay. And well, they they can because uh, it does look like a disease or something. Yeah, along I would. That line. I mean, if you want to keep the tree, I would. I would certainly go with them. And if it's that old, I'm sure it's huge. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Yeah. So, you know, you'd like to try and and do something to to help it along. That's that's what I would do. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the information. I sure do appreciate it. Give our best to everybody out there in the Laurel Mill area. Area, it's, right, uh, it's beautiful. Country, come on. Sure is. And and uh, <laughs> let us know what what happens with the tree. Okay, that'd be good in case somebody else sees that. I yeah. Can't what they see it. Thank you, Sharon. Oh, uh, thank y'all. Bye, and look up Colby. <laughs> Bye. All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up. It's nine forty-eight. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. 9.52, WPTF time, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We, our friend from Meadow was talking about the figs dropping prematurely. Uh, NC State has a really good publication that you can find online or get from the extension service uh, called fig culture and frequently the fig trees will drop their fruit before uh, reaching maturity if this happens every year um, and none of the fruit matures the tree probably is one of those smyrna as in smyrna georgia varieties smyrna figs require pollination by a special wasp that is not found in North Carolina. The varieties mentioned previously uh, that, you know, we've talked about some, some of the other varieties um, bear fruit without pollination. But if your tree is a caden, he said it was a brown turkey, but uh, if your trees occasionally drop mature fruit, it could be due to excessive nitrogen or shade Winter injury, drought, or poil, poor soil drainage. So I'm that's thinking, what NC State I'm, says, yeah. and that's the gospel. Well, I'm thinking of drought on mine because never before have I had them just stand still for about three weeks. Oh. Yep. And nothing, nothing is wrong, no disease. They're just the size of the end of the thumb, and they've been that way for three weeks, not moving on. I'm, I'm thinking drought. Mm-hmm. Because well, I would normally be getting figs to eat by now, like you are, Phil, on your yep. your tree. Now, we did have a dry period there, May, June. Yep. But we have uh, since overcome that. We're not, uh, I don't think anybody in the state's considered in, in a drought period status right now. But it uh, is certainly, that could, certainly something that could affect your trees. It could have had some cold damage. I don't know, but that's that's what NC State says. Great uh, publication, Fig Culture, NC State Extension Service, uh, Cooperative Extension Service. 
And those are they're showing the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame induction. Uh, one of them was was uh, Mac Brown, but Tim Stevens from the News and Observer, who was one of the first guests I ever had on a talk show. I filled in for Gary Dornberg, and the first two guests I had were Carlton Tudor, oh. and uh, then Tim Stevens, and they're both in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame as of now. And uh, Tim, Tim was great. He was the high the high school expert, and at the time, Colton Tudor was the recruiting. He was a recruiting expert, and that was, people were going nuts about recruiting back then. And uh, you know, the, so both of those guys were great, and made it so easy for me as I was learning how to do a talk show and filling on a very high profile talk show. So I'll, uh, I'm so thankful that Tim. Uh, is uh, and happy for him that he is in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame with some unbelievable people now. So that's great. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Let's go to Wayne in Johnston County. Wayne, good morning. You're a WPTF weekend gardener. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Two questions. Uh, I've got some zoya grass and I've got some bare areas and I've been listening to you guys, and it sounds like I need to be using ironate to help germinate that stuff that, on these bare areas. There, ironite uh, is uh, contains very little nitrogen, and uh, it 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 does work work pretty well. Yeah, you you just don't want to overdo it with nitrogen, and I, this you know, the ironite would would help. But what what are the symptoms of your problems with with zoysia? Well, one area is a little bit shady, but other than that, I mean, I got centipede and zoysia both, and uh, it uh, just seems to, seems to be persistent problems. I keep having a bare spot here and there. Yeah, I think I think the shade. Are you are you sure the shade is not affecting that? It's much happier when when it's getting uh, more than six hours right. of, of sunlight. And, and it, could be. It's getting at least six or eight hours of sun each day. But yeah, I have a friend who uh, that there are uh, several warm season grass lawns in my neighborhood. Now I have a I have a friend who has centipede, and mm-hmm. it's growing in the sun, but it's also somehow it's growing in the shade, a fairly shady wow. area, which really surprised me. There are uh, zoysia lawns that look great, but they have full sun. A friend of mine just planted some a couple of years ago. And it uh, it looks a little spotty, and they've had to they've had to fill in a part of it. I think is from uh, root competition, so they've they've had problems with that area. But also out in the middle of the lawn, it's still a little shadier than it probably should be. With the, and it's one of the newer varieties, maybe Zeon. But right. when you don't have when you don't have enough sunlight, you're going to have problems with with zoysia, and zoysia has has a few more problems than than some of the, than Bermuda, for instance. Right. All right. My second question is: Is I've got tomato plants, I've got a couple of hot pepper plants, and this year and last year, and I thought it was just my imagination last year, but it seems like this year they're doing the same thing. They're not bearing a lot of fruit or vegetable, you know, tomatoes and peppers. And I don't know if it's, you know, I've seen they have plenty of bloom, just not generating any product. Have you tried that spray on the blooms? I have. 
Now, these, these plants, uh, the, the tomato plants are five, six foot tall. I mean, they're big plants. They just, and they got blooms that they just don't seem to be generating any, you know, tomatoes. Well, maybe they, maybe it's a lot of nitrogen. Yeah. Have you been using a lot of uh, something with high nitrogen in it? Because that's going to make the, the green grow, but the fruit's going to suffer. No, I actually just been using a little uh, miracle grow around the root system when I first plant them, and I don't use any nitrogen around them. Well, the miracle grow would have have a lot of nitrogen in it. I don't know what the percentage of it uh, for your product, but uh, okay. that that might I be it. Yeah. We're running out of time for this hour. I wish we could be a more help, Wayne. That's okay. You guys are good, are great to listen to. We'll, uh, we'll think about it and talk more coming up. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>